0: And I can see the ground now, wait gone way too. Gone. All right, legends, welcome back to yet another episode, dude, of Get Around me. What a time it is to be alive. I'm excited. I've been a bit of a late start for me this morning. I actually cut myself shaving and I've been uh, waiting for the blood to dry, as it were. So not the best way to get pumped up for anything. uh podcast or any other activity across the board, I'd say uh waiting for a self-inflicted abrasion to sort of heal up dude i don't think that's what david goggins was talking about in his book dude you know get up at five accidentally cut yourself wait 35 minutes for the bleeding to stop now you're ready to attack the day like (laughs) it's not good for morale dude it is not good for morale but nevertheless i'm here i mean this week i've i've cut myself shaving i've got a a freaking pimple, and this isn't like a. Uh, I've had this pimple for about four days. I mean, this pimple's as much a part of my life as I am at this point. Okay, but I've got. I've cut myself shaving. I've got a pimple. Uh, I was watching Dragon Ball Z yesterday, dude. I've dead set transformed into a fucking fourteen-year-old. Do I have the year ten formal next week? I'll, I'm honestly going to have to check, okay? Because apparently it's two thousand and eight. Mum, where's my Clarison? <laughs> dude i am all over the shop this week but nevertheless uh you know let's crank into a few things firstly this week um you know spiritual mentor for the pod and for us all uh, a man who who lights up the darkness and provides a path when we cannot see one for ourselves yes i am talking about political activist egg boy Famous for uh, throwing an egg at Fraser Anning. Then he's gone on to become a spiritual advisor. Um, I don't think he's ever actually taken DMT, but I think he's watched enough YouTube videos on it to the point where he genuinely believes he has. And, I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Or you can take a, a horse to water or whatever analogy fits that, but I think it's working for him either way. I think it's as good as the real deal for egg boy because he's very wise now and egg boy you know he's ticked off um political activism he's ticked off spirituality what's next mainstream television of course that is the uh the natural progression of a soul um (laughs) so egg boy was on husey we have a problem this week i mean this guy this guy is living my dreams one at a time you know Mugging some ball bloke off. I love that. Freaking inner piece, Dude, why not? On Hughesy's television show. That's really the only one I want of the three. Um, but if you have to do the first two to get the last one, I'm in, dude. I am honestly in. Um, but, dude, Eggboy, I mean... You know, Eggboy still has like 400,000 followers. You know what? There is no 15 minutes of fame anymore. If this was 2003... Egg boy be getting recognised at the shops maybe once a month at this point, okay? And that was what that was what people said when you, you were a flash in a pan or you had your fifteen seconds. But now you have your fifteen seconds. You pick up five hundred k Instagram followers. That fifteen seconds, you know, no one's telling your followers. You know, when you post a photo in two thousand three, if you got famous for throwing an egg at someone, two weeks later you couldn't then post a photo of your breakfast and have 4000 comments on it. You know what I mean? That was it. You got to go on Sunrise once. If Kyle and Jackie O were having a slow week, they'd have you on. And then that was it. You went back to being an accountant. But now with Instagram, the dream lives on forever. Dude, my mate who um won married at first sight, he's got I think twice the amount of followers now than he did after the show. This is post-show. He's not on the telly anymore. And he's got double the amount of followers. So, you know, the dream continues, dude. Next time you're thinking about maybe, I don't know, throwing a raw steak at a local councilman, it might be one of the best career moves you've ever made. Just make sure it's the right person, dude, because I've thrown plenty of eggs at people in my time. Um, Unfortunately, none of them were racist enough to get me on the telly. Um, You know, it's, it's tough. It is tough. I've met tony abbott i just never threw any fucking dairy at him you know i didn't realize that would help my comedy career you think i won't break a freaking dozen eggs over tony abbott's head to sell 100 tickets in adelaide because i fucking will dude okay i fucking will but egg boy was on the telly um you know him and joe rogan take me into the future you know open my third eye lads Open my third eye. I don't know. It, it, my only thing... I were I would like to try ayahuasca and that stuff one day. I've done mushrooms, but... Uh, ayahuasca and that. My only thing with ayahuasca is... You ever met anyone who's done ayahuasca? And they're kind of still a loser? <laughs> you know? Like... Like I met someone, they were like... Oh, I just spent a month in South America. I did a week of ayahuasca. And then they... I was like what are you doing for work they're like oh I work at a cafe and I was like isn't the whole point to sort of unlock you know let the demons out let the the good times flow you know what well, isn't the whole point of ayahuasca afterwards you're like oh I'm supposed to be a HR manager obviously and then you go chase your dreams and be enlightened like this guy was working 2 days a week at a cafe and like eddie was bitching as well he was like dude i fucking hate my boss so much he's such a loser i was like isn't the ayahuasca supposed to sort of clear this out of you you know imagine that you 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 freaking meet the aliens you you reach spiritual enlightenment and you at your very core the real you the authentic you you know no masks no society sort of imposing its will on you just who you are at the core of your soul and you're just kind of still a bit of a cunt (laughs) that'd be awesome that'd be like a free pass to just bitch about people forever you'd be like sorry it's like hey i did ayahuasca this is who i am okay i'm not pretending i actually think karen from accounts should kill herself okay this is me speaking this is who i am as a person deep within so yeah dude egg boy on mainstream media he's out there talking about psychedelics and god knows what but anyway Great to see. Great to see. But then, dude, so what about this? My favorite sushi place, okay? Sushi Hero or Hero Sushi. Hyundai Good Times. I can't remember the name. But I go to this place. It's so good. But the thing about this place is they just leave the soy sauce and the wasabi just out the front. They just say, take whatever you want. Okay? Now, I don't care if you're Asian, gay transgender alien i don't care if you live in the this very house i don't care if you're my roommate adam dude okay i don't care if you sleep in the bedroom across the hall from me but we all know it's one soy per sushi roll okay and that's what i've always taken that's what i've always taken and you know it's limitless wasabi there as well i could fill up a garbage bag with wasabi if i wanted to um but i believe in a little thing called democracy Okay? So I've never done that. Also, it burns my tongue. I don't understand why people like that stuff. But I go to get some sushi this week. Now, the soy sauce is behind the glass and she asks you how many you want. Doesn't even offer wasab. And what this tells me is that some piece of shit, some fucking no-good communist anti-hero has been just f- abusing the soy sauce, okay? And what what is with human beings? You, you bloody give someone, you give someone freaking $2, they'll spend it all. You give them $2,000, they'll spend it all. You know, people just cannot help themselves. Enough is never enough for our species. And it's just got to stop. Sushi Hero opened their hearts to us. It wasn't about the fact you could have 40 soy sauces if you want. It was about the fact that they trusted you to take one per role. And this isn't something they teach in schools. This isn't something you need to read on a fucking bus ad that the New South Wales government has sponsored. This is something we know to be true deep in who we are as human beings. Okay? I guarantee a fucking caveman from the Mesozoic era. We could beam him here to 2021. He might club a couple of people to death. He might rape some people. Okay? But I guarantee... If you give him a bag of two chicken avo sushi rolls from Hyundai Good Times, he is going to pick out two soy sauces, no more, no less. Okay? And to this piece of shit who's been abusing the soy, all I have to say to you is you're gonna get what's coming to you, okay? You just know he's definitely one of these guys. And this guy does exist, by the way. I'm not I'm not crazy. Okay? Something has happened. You know when people are like get extra chili sauce at like a Thai restaurant and take it home, you know, you know, like when you get the fresh chilies with a little plastic cap and like the guy takes it home. That is, if if China ever invades this country and wins, it'll be those sort of people that are the reason why. Okay. There's fucking chili and soy everywhere, dude. Do not abuse it. All right. And if you go to Hyundai Good Times, in DY one per roll i mean we don't have the choice anymore because of the actions of a few have ruined it for the many okay so now i'm down to i mean ironically i'm still eating this i'm still ingesting the same amount of soy sauce what what i'm not tasting as much of is freedom okay so for god's sake people think of others when you're at your local sushi store because it is fucking bedlam out there dude goddamn bedlam so, anyway, that's my tragedy of the week. And Pelican of the Week goes to... Actually, I've got another Pelican of the Week. But, yeah. No good. So, what's up? All right. So, let's crack into the weekend. hope that sushi thing was relevant, dude. It's been grinding my bloody gears. All right. So, the weekend. The weekend that was. The weekend just gone this past weekend if you will so Friday night change of pace okay now I live in a house called the lad pad and when we say that it's not ironic okay when I say oh yeah I'll just going heading back to the lad pad and people laugh I don't okay this is a pad for the lads that's all it is but on Friday night I found myself on a genuine girls night me and three of the gals from work went out on the town and uh i gotta say the gals do it differently there was no you know drinking drinking to his new shirtless on the back patio you know we're at a beautiful restaurant mango daiquiri okay i've never had a daiquiri in my life but i can i can assure you they're pretty bloody good and for the low low price of 37 dollars, you can enjoy one too um oh fuck i just realized i still owe one of the money um yeah so dude it was an expensive night it was an expensive night the first round i mean we've cleared a hundred bucks and that's just on these fucking mango fruit ball things they taste like a goddamn Zupa duper and i wasn't mad about it so good um immediately crack into the white wine the rosé i mean it's a girl's night it's a bloody girl's night we're, you know we're talking about guys we'd fuck um we're talking about how bloody cute the guy in hr is you know we're bloody we're doing it all it's a bloody gals night okay um but dude this restaurant was so nice i've never seen so many fake tits in all my time um this table behind us it was dead set the real housewives of who gives a fuck i mean it's wild out there absolutely wild scenes it's filled with those rich guys where they're like you could tell they used to be good looking and now they're like kind of fat but kind of good looking But their overarching theme is how rich they are. And that kind of paints over everything. So a lot of those guys. And it was one of those restaurants where like. As you're drinking the water. They're filling the water back up. Like dead set. My glass hadn't even touched the table. And you got three Brazilian guys on work visas. Fucking pouring it back up to the top. And uh, I got to say it felt nice. You know it felt nice. Usually uh, you know. I don't go to places this nice. And the customer service, I mean, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But then the gals are out and about, you know, it's a bloody gals night. I took a bit of a self-esteem, uh, what is the opposite of a boost? Because I took one of those where the gals are like, we should go to this pub. And I said, you're absolutely kidding. Okay. We're going to the pub I always go to because it's the best. Thank you. I rest my case. We go there. There's about seven people in the whole pub. Um, we sit at a table for about one round in, in what can only be described as patchy silence. And I eventually relent and we go, we go to a pub that actually has people in it. And uh, we're having a great time. I got to say... You know, gals night, guys night. Very similar vibes. I mean, we're basically just getting as hammered as we can while still getting into the next venue. Um, So it just goes to show that some things transcend gender. You know, we're all talking about men, women and everything in between. At the end of the day, all we want is that big old Samoan bloke on the front door to say, get in there, you sick son of a bitch. Hey, so we, we get into the pub and this is the Pelican of the Week moment. So I'm, I'm sitting at this table and a few of the gals, their friend Kate, who oh, I've met once before, I'm sitting next to her, we're, we're chatting away, pretty civil, nothing too weird, and uh, I see my friend Zachy T coming down the uh, beer garden. And keep in mind, Zach, Zach, Zachy T, as it were, I've seen this guy hit a, hit a 5th grade and a 4th grade 100, so I mean, I'm not just going to let greatness walk past me without without getting a, getting a slice of the pie, as it were. So I see Zachy e. T and I fucking stand up from my seat and wear bloody yarn away. away. Uh, we're talking about how our club is about to win the club championships, hopefully, touch wood. And I joked that even though I only played two games, I would come down and get a photo with the trophy. Zach laughed because he thought I was kidding, but I'm not, dude. I don't care that I only filled in for two games and one of them was cancelled. If we win, I'm getting. I'll be in the middle of the photo, both hands on the cup. We've done it again, lads. Couldn't have, couldn't have gone through it without you. So anyway, I'm chatting to Zach. This guy starts chatting to Kate at the table. Whatever. Zach heads off. I turn around and go sit, sit back in my seat. This guy sits in my seat. Okay. So I said, "Hey, friend." That's my seat, and he goes he goes whoa okay like real real patronizing immediately he's like whoa okay cowboy <laughs> he goes he goes i'm just talking to kate i go oh, okay that's cool but that's my seat i'm sitting there because i got all my other friends at the table you can chat to kate i got you know i've got conversations around here so he goes all right dude do you even know these girls like this like i'm some make-a-wish kid who just fucking sidled up to the table he goes, because I'm just talking to Kate. And I go, yeah, I know these girls. I go, that's Kate. I was just talking to her. And he goes, oh, yeah, good on you, mate. He goes, you only said that because I just said her name. You wouldn't know it otherwise. And I'm like, you know when someone's like clearly mugging you off and just fucking around with you, but it's like no one else is there. Like no one else is watching this conversation. So it's like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening at this point? I feel like I'm on an episode of Punked. I go dude i know these girls i don't need to fucking prove it i'll just be taking my seat back and he's like whoa okay mate okay he goes mate i'm not cutting your grass mate all right calm down dude calm down and i'm like still no one else is watching this so it's like this guy's just doing like a freaking pantomime for one you know just to keep the fucking head noise away from his own cranium i'd imagine and he turns around. he goes he goes kate this guy thinks i'm cutting your grass he goes, mate. I'm Kate's cousin, mate. You don't need to worry about me. I'm just her cousin, brother. You know. Oh, you're, what are you calm down? Oh yeah. I go, I go, mate. That's cool. You're a cousin. That's awesome. Chat away, brother. I go. I just, I'll just be sitting in my seat now. And he's like, oh, okay, dude. Okay. Oh, sorry to cut your grass, brother. Whoa, like, just full mugging me off. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He's cl- so clearly not her cousin. Like, he said his name was fucking, you know, Amarillo Slim or some shit. Some fake name. Like, what? It was the most intricate life I've ever come across. And the guy's like, I don't even know. He was about four foot one as well, which it does make it more annoying when someone's being annoying and they're also short. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you're being annoying, but from, from like a low, a low angle. I've got to crane my neck to fucking experience how annoying you're being. You know? It's like. It's like when you see a jo- like when a jockey gets a bit lippy. It's like, ugh, shut up. You know? So this guy's just freaking <laughs> mugging me off. He's made this huge backstory. I don't even know what's going on. Still, no one at the table. It's just me and him in this conversation. So it's like, what are we doing? So I go, I'm just like, pff. This guy's just wasting my time like just by the very definition every second i talk to this fucking this absolute pint glass of a human is just time i will never get back you know what i mean like i'll be on my deathbed surrounded by family at freaking 94 years old if i ever need if i need three more minutes on this planet to freaking tell my wife the freaking the, you know the 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 code to the back door at our house or some shit or where i hid the treasure or whatever and I die before I'm able to tell her. It'll be because I wasted three minutes of my time on this goddamn beautiful earth talking to this fucking walking short stack, dude. And it's just, I've, I've still never been so confused in all my life. And then he's like, oh, okay, legend. And like walks and he's talking to Kate on the other side, like fucking licking her on the ear and stuff. And, and like, he's like licking her and being like, don't worry about me, dude. I still don't know to this day what is what happened, what was going through this young man's head. Um, it's one of the most bizarre interactions I've ever had. I just met this chick, Kate, about like I met her once four years ago, I think, and then again on this Friday night, and we chatted for about three minutes. And this guy comes over and is like, whoa well, don't worry about." Me. I'm like, "Mate, shut the fuck up, okay? Just leave me alone." And then like, I ended up just leaving the table because I was like, "This guy." Is just pissing me off dude like it was just like if I've I, I, I've it was it was a the guy mugged me off but for seemingly no reason or to I still don't know I'm still as confused as I was on that night so I'm just leaving the table but um that guy could get pelican a week dude I mean I don't even know if you're gonna mug someone off at least make sure there's an audience you know or at least make sure there's some sort of a joke you know, I, I hate it when, uh, you know, when people go like some absolute nerd or like some girl or guy, you meet them out on the piss and they're like, hey, I'm Dave. And then their friend starts cracking up and they're like, clearly not Dave. and And then you go, oh, so is your name not Dave? And they go, no, I am Dave. <laughs> and they're like, they're all cracking up. And it's like, well, I'm just meeting you for the first time ever. So I'm not in on the joke. I don't know if your name's Dave or not okay can we you you could be home i don't know we're just meeting do you know what i mean it's like at the same bit a comedy show when i'm doing crowd work and some guys like i go what do you do for a living and some guys like uh i'm an astronaut <laughs> and like all of his friends next to him in the crowd are laughing and i go you're not an astronaut are you and he's like Nah <laughs> and it's like it's only funny if like i'm in on it <laughs> you know what i mean otherwise you're just lying to a complete stranger you could be an astronaut i don't know okay you could be kate's cousin named fucking hyundai good times you know i don't know you're four foot three and you're making shit up and i i really i'm just confused as ever so that guy can get pelican of the week fucking garrett or hyundai or fucking whatever his name is anyway move to a different so i moved to a different table run into the lads shock um and we ended up having a great time. It's one of those things where, like, worlds collide. I got the girls from work and I got my I got the lads, you know, all sorts of bloody stories flying back and forth. The girls could not wrap their head around the fact that my roommate, Adam, uh, was actually the same person as Adzi from some of my stories. They were like, you're kidding. Adzi and Adam are the same person? I was like, that's correct. And they were like, whoa, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, we ended up having a fucking belt of time. Cracking night. I will say, me and Mako were waiting for an Uber at the end of the night. Like, huh, what? Probably 4, 5 a.m. Because we're legends. You know, we just don't stop. Now, nah, but it was probably about 3 a.m., 2 2.30-ish. We're waiting for an Uber. We're sitting on the ground up against a wall. I'm, I'm having a slice of pizza in what can only be described as one of the more embarrassing images you could ever see billy darcy's sitting in an alleyway just destroying a a a nice slice um but dude i gotta say to uh, blokes are walking past us as a way for this uber everyone's hammered obviously the amount of abuse me and mcelroy copped my god i mean to quote the great mark normand uh i haven't heard the word pussy that much since i fucking rollerbladed to high school i mean blokes are just walking past going "Hey, big night you fucking losers (laughs) I mean, of all the times in my life I've deserved to be abused, this was not one of them. And uh, and then like I'd look up with like a face full of pizza. There's like three guys going, "Suck it, nerds!" Hey, too much to drink tonight, you fucking losers! Woo! And me and Maco are just like, "Fucking hell, when's this Uber gonna get here? It's like 12 minutes away." Just getting absolutely abused into next week, dude. No good. Absolute no bueno. But, yeah, that was Friday night. It was an absolute time. And I met one of the bigger pelicans you'll come across. Um, And that's, dude, that's life. That is fucking life, brother. Okay, so then, dude, Saturday, wake up, actually head out, even though I'm literally, like, can't even get out of bed. I'm raucously hungover. Head out for breakfast. And uh, we go to this, like, place, like, by the beach, and the guy, the, the guy on the front door of this cafe is like a walking stereotype dude. He's got like, he's a white guy with dreadies. He's got like wonderlust tattooed on his knuckles. You know, like it's just like his, his shirt is also his pants somehow. It's all just like one sack. He's wearing like an organic sack. I think he just finished fucking unloading potatoes out the back and then thought, let me chuck this on, save a few clams on a t-shirt. It was unsettling. It was unsettling. But he also kind of looked like Aquaman. You know, he's a very good looking man. So he was kind of pulling it off. And he was pretty busy, this cafe. But we're all standing there. We're super hungover. I go, let me take the bullet on this one. I go, hey, mate, excuse me. How are you going? I go, do you have a table for four available? And he goes, hmm. nope. Like that. He really gives it some on the nope. And it's like... Uh, i'm getting furious just thinking about it but this guy i mean i was like this just say no okay we don't need the fucking gst if you're getting paid in cash and not not paying any tax to the government you know spending all your money on fucking petuli oil for those goddamn dreadies just say no okay how how many tattoos do you have to get before you can just stand there like a normal person you know why don't you get one that says fucking manners in latin on your fucking arm your drop kick There was a Vietnamese place next door, so whatever, dude, no harm, no foul. I'll get some freaking, I'll get a nice commie roll to start my day. So we go next door to the Vietnamese place, and this Vietnamese place, dude, cranks. Um, Like, I've never seen so many options of different rolls you can get. Bacon, they had like five different brekkie rolls. They had like the brekkie roll, the deluxe brekkie roll, the super duper brekkie roll, you know, the Super Sam 4 brekkie roll. I mean, it was going off. It was absolutely going off. I get a coffee and a fucking super jumbo. Who gives a fuck? And uh, I go, lads, this Vietnamese place is just unreal. I mean, the the Asian guy on the has made a great coffee. I mean, it's just fucking delicious. I'm I'm having a time. And the lads tell me they go the Vietnamese place is actually next door. This is just a normal cafe. We're in just a normal white Australian cafe, but because the barista was Asian, I assumed it was like a Vietnamese lunch spot. <laughs> Dude. in one of the more racist moments of my life i thought i was eating fucking traditional barn me you know prepared by some some korean bloke it was just a regulation bacon egg roll probably prepared by some some guy named james fresh out of tafe and i'm like oh my god the vietnamese have done it again oh dude so embarrassing so embarrassing so I'm halfway into a bacon egg roll before I realize I'm at a just a normal white cafe, you know. Um, so I don't know if that's racist or not racist because I was getting around them, you know. Um, but yeah, there actually wasn't a single Vietnamese item on the menu. I just saw the word roll and was like, oh, that's those Viettes. They love a roll. Serve me up one traditional bacon and egg Vietnamese roll, please, sir. With an ice long black, the drink of your people. So, I just am not paying attention anywhere I go. Anywhere at all. But then, dude, Saturday Arvo, this will wrap up the weekend. Saturday Arvo, we went and played par three golf, which is just kind of like a mini golf course. Like, you just sort of chip and then you putt. And uh, every hole is a par three. That is the gist. And the great thing about this is you can just go there. Like, we wore no shoes just you can you just pay like a dollar each and you can take as many beers as you want on the course uh we also took some light narcotics which i do not believe is course policy but i mean if you want to freaking ride the golf buggy all the way to the eighth hole to tell me to stop smoking weed i mean it, it honestly feels like a waste of petrol for mine um but yeah it's just fucking it's the most fun you can have and they can't really have a go at you too much at the par three because drunk idiots who can't actually play golf is really the backbone of their industry. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking fun. Um, I still had PTSD from my last time at the course. I was on a Peaky Blinders themed Bucks party. I didn't know a single person in this Bucks party. And I was the first one to, uh, to hit, to tee off. Is that how you said tee off? Um, to tee off as it were, I literally am the worst golf player in the world. I Like, to get the ball off the ground, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Unreal. And I was at this Bucks party in front of 30 strangers, dressed like Tommy Shelby from the Peaky Blinders, praying this ball got off the ground. You know, some of these guys have brought their own clubs. You know, we got these sort of fucking guys. One guy was watching the Tiger Woods documentary in the bathroom. I mean, these guys were taking it serious. And I'll never forget, I, I literally was about to cry. I was so nervous. And I hit this thing straight down the fairway, and it got off the ground to a respectable height. And that was the last time I did that that day. But I was able to dine out on the uh, on the social credit points I picked up from that first shot. And this this time at the golf course was slightly different because Macca went first, and you know Maca's many things, uh, a painter. Um, he's a painter, and one thing he's not is he's, he's he's not a golfer. And Macca hits this thing sideways, almost kills a young family. Um, it's in the car park and the car park's behind us. So you do the maths on that. But either way, Macca has set the bar so low that we can now enjoy an afternoon of golf where everyone can dine out on the knowledge knowing that none of us could possibly play a shot as bad as Macca So we proceed to have a great time. Um... We ended up sort of playing nine holes and then we just sat on a hill um, drinking beers for the rest of the afternoon, just raining down absolute banter on anyone who played the hole in front of us. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was so much fun. One guy got so nervous taking his shot in front of us um, that he just picked the ball up and threw it down the fairway because he was worried what we would say if he hit a bad shot. And at the end of the day, he was right to to feel that way because anyone who did anyone who didn't uh i gotta say uh, women you know we were pretty we eased up on um and but any any bloke worth their salt who didn't hit a tiger woods-esque shot onto the green um words were exchanged and you know i gotta say they were quite friendly words but still an absolute time was had dude so i don't know if this is going to be a new segment but uh could be something i suppose could be bloody something i don't know um i, w- I do want to start a new segment though uh, i was trying to think of one this week i think i've thought of one but then i couldn't think of something to do for the segment bloody hard coming up with ideas um but anyway here's a. I don't know if this will be a segment but it's hit the bricks okay maybe this could be somewhere every week i tell i tell someone to hit the bricks but you know Every week I, you know, this is get around me. We're here for the we're here for the laughs and you know, to hear about the funnier parts of my weekend. But you know, I try and peruse the news to bring you guys, you know, you know, just one bit of content that doesn't center around me in a pub, you know? Every week the news is just the royal family. And this week Harry and Megan went on Oprah i wasn't aware oprah was still on television i don't know if it was a one-off interview i don't really keep tabs on what oprah's up to but harry and megan go on oprah it's the craziest news ever people are losing it okay and so this segment hit the bricks the royal family honestly hit the fucking bricks dude what does the royal family do for anyone why do we have kings and queens this isn't 1732 okay if i tell you what if china invades us and they've all got fucking swords and shields and bow and arrows then yeah we can have a king and queen but as long as we're fucking shooting each other with ak-47s dude we're not having someone with a freaking with a staff and a crown sitting in a big comfy chair you know what i mean like what I don't understand any of it. the The royal family, we all that like our taxpaying money goes to them. Not all of it, obviously, but a small part of it. What do they do? For the love of God, what do they do for anyone? You know, and it's like, oh yeah, they do heaps of charity work. It's like if you gave me two hundred million dollars a year for free, and I donate twenty of it to charity, I'm not a legend, okay? Yes, it's good, it's good charity stuff, but it's, fuck, it's not their money. Why are we just pumping money? England are still obsessed with the royal family. The Daily Sun or the Daily Mail or whatever, they printed a 3am emergency edition after the Harry and Meghan interview. I don't believe they've prevented, uh, printed a fucking emergency anything during COVID. You know, people are dying every day. Nothing. But Harry and Meghan do an interview. I'm not going to talk about the interview because I didn't watch it. I don't understand. I know they left the royal family. You know what, Harry? I moved out of my mum and dad's house too, okay? But I didn't fucking tell Oprah all about it for 45 minutes saying, my mum's new boyfriend bullied me, you know? What the hell? You want to be non-royal anymore? Stop doing interviews. Get a fucking job, dude. That's what real non-royal people do you've married an actress let megan markle jump in season 23 of suits that'll pay the bills okay what is happening honestly the kardashians provide more value than the royal family at least the kardashians they've got products you can buy i mean kendall Jenner's instagram is fucking saucy as hell um you know kylie's is great as well I don't follow Kylie or any of the others, but apart from Kendall but but you know when, when I can assure you Macka does and he'll message me he'll be like Kylie Jenner's Instagram story right now and I'll, I'll peruse dude. I'm not afraid to peruse but you know they've got that TV show the Kardashians. the Royals do nothing for no one. I've never even heard the Queen speak. What does that sound like? Honestly, what does that sound like? I I've, I've failed to understand why we still have a royal family. We should be a republic in Australia. Like just let's just cut cut this off. What what is this the Commonwealth? I'm sorry, did England just take the West Indies like last week? Did freaking Captain Cook just pull up in Trinidad last week or is it 2021? You know? What this is just out of hand at this point. It is out of hand, okay? And And God knows what they're pumping into Prince Philip to keep that bloke alive. I mean, seriously, that guy, he must be on like his fifth heart transplant or something. Um, The Queen, I mean, she looks great for 127 or whatever she is. It's almost like living a life of complete relaxation is good for you. You know? We need to just get rid of the royal family. I mean, now today, I I was reading, Piers Morgan has quit his TV show... Because he's outraged about uh, the Harry and Meghan interview. I mean... Piers Morgan, another guy who does absolutely fuck all about anything for anyone. He's a TV presenter. He reads what's on the screen. I mean, we got a TV host. We got princesses. Is this just a fucking... Are we just gathering up all the most irrelevant people in the news this week? what is going just fucking let it go with the royal family honestly but has prince harry ever chucked anyone 20 bucks what is this fascination with the royals like english people are still like staunch loyalists or royalists or they like love the royal family i don't understand it we in australia we hate the prime minister and we elected him for god's sake sort it out england what is happening over there It's just, it's just, it's bizarre. The whole thing's bizarre. I don't understand why it's of interest to anyone. I don't understand why Oprah, an American woman, is doing this interview. I just don't understand any of it. It blows me away. Hit the fucking bricks, dude. The royals, the whole thing. We don't need it. We don't need it. I want cut us off from the Commonwealth. As long as we get to play England in the ashes, I honestly couldn't give two shits about anything else that happens in that country, all right? I've already had my, my youth work visa in England. I've lived over there, you know? Now, if I want to get another work visa, you've got to be skilled. I have no skills, okay? I personally need nothing more from the country of England. Let's cut it off. Let's fucking cut it off. It's too much. It is just too much. I mean... Eventually, the call is going to come down that Prince Philip needs another fucking kidney or whatever, and it could be you. You know, you'll just get a freaking one of those one of those guards with the the Marge Simpson hair on your front door saying, "Sorry, brother, Queen's orders. We're going to have to take your kidney." Philip just accidentally uh, drank some water that was uh, slightly, it was it was soda water. It was pretty flat, but there was still some bubbles in it, and it's it's wreaking havoc with his system. We're going to need your kidney and uh, at least one of your lungs you know dude fuck off the royals i'm sick of it i'm so sick of it just it's out see you later hit the bricks but anyway that is the potter brew for this week hope you enjoyed it etc and uh yeah i got some stand-up clips coming out next week so if you'd like to tag a friend uh always helpful but other than that thanks for listening dude way too long way too long yeah and i can now I'm way too gone, way too long Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, oh.